Ameritex Community Bank Studios, located at Air Team's Holiday Drive. It's Santa John, Jolly Old St. Zerline, and Frosty himself, Del Olaleya. Hi, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5-92.5, live from Air Team. Air Team is right there. What's up, guys? How are you? We are here, and we're, we're trying to raise some money for Depelchin. All right, we will be talking that, actually, in the next segment. We will be talking with the Pelchin in the next segment about what they're doing and how we can help them this holiday season. Like I said, I was at a concert last night, the, the uh, train concert, and they raised $30,000. What The radio station, I forget which radio station it was, but they had a couple of their young ladies out there, and they were raising money selling autographed guitars. So that was a nice event. Uh, we hope we can help in some way as well here this morning. So if you would like to donate, we'll keep on listening, and we'll tell you how you can get involved. The Pelchin. Uh, is a, a great course. I think we talked about this last year with that. I'm pretty sure we did something with them last year, if may I'm have, not mistaken. May have. Anyway, um, last night in sports, we had the Steelers. They suck. Okay, New England beat them. If you if you get beat by me, New England, you suck. Well, not just New England. I brought it up yesterday. They lost to the Cardinals last week, and now the, or, or on Sunday, and now they've lost to the Patriots. They, they lost to two, two win teams in a row. This is good for us because now we are in – uh, win this weekend, and the Texans are squarely in the playoffs. The you know the seven the seven and five teams, the the, the Browns and the and the and the Steelers were pretenders, right? They're pretenders. Well, because of the lack of quarterback play. Now Joe Flacco played better than people thought, but how long? What's the shelf life for him playing well at his age? Lack of familiarity with the system. So yes, you got them. You got Steelers, and then Colts, the Colts would be the other one, but. Are they pretenders or not, Lance? For what, a playoff spot? or They're not contenders, but what do you mean by pretenders? They're contenders for a playoff spot, yes. but they're pretenders as it pertains to yeah, a being a factor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have Gardner Minshew. It's not good enough. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, he, he makes plays, but he also makes a lot of mistakes. Makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah. He so. doesn't read the field great. He can't get off primary read all that well. Um, they really are going to have to run the ball exceptionally well. And they're running the ball when, they, when Steichen sticks with it. Uh, Alec Pierce had a big catch last week. Michael, they missed. You know who they really – well, Josh Downs turned into a really good receiver. I liked him. I had a, I had a late first-round grade on Josh Downs. You know who they wanted? They wanted Tank Dell. Good day. They wanted Tank Dell bad. They had Josh Wright belong, but, man, they wanted Tank Dell. Uh, and they didn't get him because they just felt like he'd be able to – from the middle of the some, field, he can do whatever he wants. Did they need some inside blocking? That's well, what, that's one of the one of the things they wanted to do yeah. is, was tighten up the run game. Yeah. So they were they got tank. Yeah, they felt yeah. like you know we got to cave that edge in. We need a guy who can really <laughs> go out there and block safeties and get that right. done. Yeah, no, no, no. That's good. Bob Slowick's never going to everybody. Be on the show. And we love Bobby Slowick. I love Bobby Slowick. I think Bobby Slowick is awesome. Card carrying just didn't love that. Just didn't love that idea. Just I'm, I am. I am. Uh, look, this is this is not the season. I, I it, it's a season I was expecting, but much better. For the Houston Texans, I expected them to be better, not like this. I didn't expect them to be this consistent and this competitive on, on an every-game basis. Um, this is a game where the Texans, if they are a for-real playoff contender, they win this game. The Jets haven't looked good offensively against anybody. It's not been good. Yet you are going to go to an area that's going to be colder, so you've got to win in colder weather. You're going to have to win without Tank Dell, and your offense has not been as good when Tank hasn't been there, which has been limited times, but it's not been good and not as good. And then you're going to have to deal with a defensive, you know, a defensive front that's probably not going to allow you to run the ball much, and then Sauce Gardner they can put on your best receiver. 
in Nico Collins. There's a lot of challenges here. Yeah. I don't know how the Jets, I mean, the Texans are playing like their defense is Monsters, Inc. recently. And when that happens off the edge and, and in the interior with Sheldon Rankins, it's a problem. Well, so I don't know how the Jets Sheldon are going to deal with Sheldon Rankins didn't participate yesterday. George Fant didn't participate yesterday. Dalton Schultz didn't participate. Keep yesterday. them healthy. That's all we're doing. Well, that you think that's what we're doing, or it makes it, you a little nervous on Thursday if they're not participating. Well, if George Fant isn't, I mean, how many are you down? Charlie Hex back, but yeah, but uh, he hasn't played this year, so that's that's a problem. Yeah, and the Jets don't have a good offensive line anyway, so the Texans. But they have a good defensive line. No, they have a good defensive line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's a problem if George Fant isn't around. Sheldon Rankins has an elbow and a shoulder. And, of course, Dalton Schultz has his hamstring. That's a problem. So the Texans are banged up, but here they go. going And in the cold weather, that's not going to help either. So uh, Will Anderson, by the way, is banged up, although he did he did uh, participate fully. And Laramie Tunsil participated fully, which is a good thing. So we got that going on. Um, Do you watch – you, you haven't watched all 22 Texans. Cade says this. I watched Texans all 22 last night, and that was one of the Texans' worst games of the year offensively. It seemed like C.J. regressed a bit, not all on him, but some bad decision-making, pass-blocking misses when protection should have been moved on, moved, or and then it stops. I guess he's going to send another one. C.J. did not play great. The second no. half was not a, not a great game, and some of these teams are starting to probably get to some of his tendencies. But I'm telling you, when Tank goes out, the, it's a totally different team. Yeah, totally different offense. Yeah, it's that's not it's not good, uh, and he's not going to be there for the rest of the season, so we can stop talking about that. But uh, yeah, the Texans and the Jets on Sunday in the cold, possible rain. Uh, I don't know how that's going to affect the game, but it sure would be nice to be able to run the football. That's for sure, and that's something that they haven't been able to do. And George Fant being out is that's not help uh, the situation. If he is out, he was he did not participate yesterday with a hip problem, so that's that is a problem. Uh, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We got. It's uh, Sean. Is anybody still on the line? Anybody? Anybody still there that wanted to get up? James and Gilbert. Let's get James in here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Hey, James. James, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Now we, we can. got you. Hey. Hey guys, uh, I think everybody's being a real, real hard on Sean McDermott because when you think about it, historically with Buffalo, there's really not a more perfect analogy for Buffalo than Al Qaeda. You got this group of guys in a godforsaken part of the world that had a really good run and did some spectacular things, and then they ran into America's team, the Cowboys. And they got the butts kicked, and it turned out really bad for them. And that's just the way the Bills are. So if you got a guy making analogies for Al-Qaeda that should coach, there's no team they should be at other than the Buffalo Bills. So I think people are being really hard on Sean McDermott here, and they need to let him do his thing. As uh, someone who is paid and employed by the NFL, I just want to go ahead and say the the comments made on this show by callers does not necessarily reflect those of Lance Zerline that the Bills are the equivalent to Al-Qaeda. Um, well, it is a godforsaken area. I didn't say it's not cold there. It's, yeah. I did, my, dad loved, my mom and dad loved Buffalo. They said Buffalo's great. Except when they did have one issue one time where they had a freeze they didn't expect and all the limbs because there's no, there was a bunch of leaves still. 
they all froze and they fell on top of power lines and they had no power for like three weeks. For like three weeks, it was an, an enormous buffalo from leaves. It was sound great. buffalo sounds well, it's heavier great. that way. Well, I understand when that. the all the leaves are on there, so the twigs are heavier and they break easier. And so, like, so, yeah, that wasn't great. so godforsaken, like you said. So it was so cold that I'm the not gonna leaves. Say he like, didn't, I'm not going to say he didn't make a good joke. I'm not going to say he didn't make a but good joke. An, but I can't condone or co-sign any of that okay. stuff. I believe that Buffalo represents the best of wrestling culture. Okay, um, drinking beer, throwing beer on each other, jumping off of tables, jumping off wearing of no, things, no, the, no shirts, no shirts, jumping off of things onto each other yeah. on tables, pile driving each other. Yeah. To me, it's just like one of the offshoot wrestling programs. Not w, not Tony Khan's, you know, ECW, uh, ACW, but it's a- like AEW, AEW. Yeah. It's like a backyard wrestling. Okay, really. it's really like more like backyard wrestling. I'm not going to say Al Qaeda. Y'all can say that. You guys and that caller. I haven't say, said it. I'm going to say backyard wrestling. But, I mean, he did work it, work through it in a pretty, like, that was you, something that he worked through there. Do you agree there. that the Cowboys are like the American, American military? Uh, no, that's the Texans. We're America's team now. We're the young. We're, you we're America's team now? We are now. Everyone's cheering for the I, Texans. I agree with you 100%. People on used that. to hate us. Now they love us. I well, they didn't really even know we were they around. They didn't care about the they Texans. They didn't care. But now everyone's like. CJ, CJ. Yeah. And do we have a do we have a tank on our team? Um, well, not anymore. He's still on the team. No, the tracks have been no. Yeah. Well, so, some some. Oh, oh, I'm forgetting who they play. Some Bronco rolled up on him and threw a grenade under the tracks. Under and, the tracks. <laughs> we still have a tank. That yeah. is what happened. Yes. All right, breaking it here. When we come back, we'll tell you how you can help uh, Depelchin. We will do that on the other side, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, they're not fake diamonds, Jackie jerk okay they are real diamonds they are just made they're not mined but they're made in a lab okay and they're the same thing weight color clarity all of that and it's all because of well it's not because of mark klein he doesn't make them but he does make the jewelry that you would you would want okay as a matter of fact i just got oh i can't tell who it is because then his wife will know that he's getting that she's going to get some jewelry this holiday season but a good friend of ours that we all know and love, was at Klein's yesterday. He sent me a picture. Oh, look where I am, getting my wife jewelry. You know what? She's going to love him. You're going to be a superstar in your house if you get her diamonds from Klein's. And here's the deal. You're going to get it at a better price. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Uh, at a fraction of the cost of what the diamonds are at other places. I'm telling you, you will save big, big, big bucks. No one will ever know the difference if it's mined, lab. It doesn't matter. They're both they're both diamonds. It's not fake. All it is is the best way to go about buying diamonds this holiday season. You want to spend a lot less? You do it at Klein's. Klein'sJewelry.com, 281-316-1388. You can send them a text. You can send them a picture. You can send them uh, – just text them and tell them what you want. You Go there, and you can pick it up January or excuse me, December 22nd when we have our holiday party at Klein's, and you will be a hero this holiday season. It's at Fountain View in Westheimer. It's at uh, Woodway in Augusta. He's got two locations, Klein'sJewelry.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now with more nougat. You and Lance didn't f- for a year. That's just because he dabbed all the time. <laughs> Holiday spirit continues to grow 
in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located at Air Team's Holiday Drive. And these guys are full of that holiday cheer. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, live from Air Team 6119 Westview. And we're raising money uh, this holiday season for DePelchin. And Air Team is involved, and it's just a, a, a great deal. And we want, really want you to uh, help us out if you want to donate to DePelchin Children's Center. Arnold Valdez is here with us, VP of Foster Care and Residential Services. Arnold. First of all, tell people what Depelchin is. Yeah, so um, we um, provide services for children that are in foster care or um, families that are at risk of coming into foster care. So um, we provide counseling services in the schools, in the home, and then in in the event that children need to be placed in foster care, we license foster homes um, and we um, help the kids through that. And if um, they become available for adoption, a lot of our foster parents adopt. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what are we raising money for exactly? What do you need it for? So we have um, probably almost 2,000 kids that we're trying to get presents for. That many? Yeah. So we have 500 in foster care, and then our prevention services um, provide services to about 1,500. A lot of the kids are siblings, so they have um, we have big, big sibling groups. One of our um, uh, goals is to keep them together. Yeah. And so that's, that's rough when you have foster parents that are have, you know, we have foster parents that maybe have two biological kids and then they have a sibling group of four that are coming in. And so doing Christmas for that many kiddos, especially today in, in our world where everything's so expensive, it, it becomes, um, you know, comes a challenge. One of the other things is people think that um, foster care pays a lot. It doesn't. You know, we're talking about they get $27 a day for a baby, and that's to pay for diapers and formula and everything and the whole bit. And so if anybody has kids, they know $27 a day is not going to cut it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's Lance can attest to that right now. It's yeah. a lot more than $27 a day. That's uh, very, very expensive. You guys are uh, doing a great thing. Is uh, Kind of go off script here just a little bit because uh, I have a friend who they ended up um, – um, uh, adopting uh, foster children. It was a family situation. And so it is, and they had three of their own biological children in the home, so they had a total of five at that particular time. Um, how difficult is it to, have, to to be able to get the services, uh, to have the services you need? How challenging is it for everything that has to be done from a screening standpoint, from everything? I don't think people really know what goes into this. It's, no, a, it's right. a full-scale operation. And that's exactly what we do. Um, so, you know, we start with, if anybody's interested in fostering, you can go to our, our website. And the first step is, um, which is depelchin.org. The first step is attending an orientation. And at that, it's um, right now we're still doing them virtual. So it's, you know, we're able to kind of, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, meet the needs and schedule wise. And so, um, you attend the orientation and it kind of tells you everything you need to do and everything we want to do, but then that starts the process. And it's about a three to four month process before you can be verified to be a foster parent. And it is very in depth. I mean, people are like, why do you need to know this? Or why do you have to have this? And I'm like, at the end of the day, we're going to give you a kid. And so we need to know who you are and make sure that it's, you know, unfortunately everybody out there is not, you know, we can't just say, Oh yeah, you want to do it here. So it's um, very in depth. We, um, have, um, uh, a home study process that, that, you know, last, you know, we have, we go in and we do a 30 page report on why we should, you know, recommend you or not. And then you get the child and then we, we, um, you know, work with you through the system, whatever it is. Um, 
in the, you know, when children come into care, always the first goal is to reunify them with their family. And if that um, doesn't work, then the second step would be to place them with somebody that they know that we do a lot of kinship placements. Is that's what we call kinship placements when they place with a relative. And then if that doesn't work out, then we have the, um, the unrelated parties. And then we would go through that and, um, and, you know, as the system goes on and, and their case goes on, then there would might be there would be a, a, a chance that they would become available for adoption. Then we start that process. And the whole entire process, you know, it could take up to yeah. a year. Well, wow. do foster families ever become adoptive families? Yes, they do. Yes. Okay. And so we most of our families want to do that. We always call it fostering with the ultimate goal of adoption. And, you know, we talk about, you know, the children that come into your home, they may not be the ones that need need you, but they need you right now. And then we, you know, kind of work, work, uh, work backwards that way to see, um, because when kids come into care, we don't know what's going to happen. So we don't know if they're going to be able to, if they're going to find a relative or if they're going to be able to go back home or what they've been through. Right. Well, right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and that's the big piece is one of the other things too, is a lot of people come and say, Oh, we want a foster kid, but we want a child that doesn't have any problems. I'm like, that kid is with their family. They're like, (laughs) they're not, they're not in foster care. I mean, there's a reason kids in foster care, they've been abused, abandoned or neglected. Otherwise they wouldn't be with us. And so, um, and all of that stuff comes with, um, you know, the trauma that they've suffered and then it comes out and, you know, we do a lot of training with the foster families and, and with our, um, um, with our folks to help them understand what that looks like. So is this money that you're raising this holiday season to make their Christmas better? Or is it just that uh, you're doing a campaign drive now? So it is to make their Christmas better. That's the first part. And then, you know, uh, obviously if there's any, if God willing, there's extra or we we raise more than we need, then it would go to help um, us do birthdays and gifts throughout the year. Um, Also for when we have new intakes, almost always when foster foster kids come into care, they come with nothing. Right. So they come with a backpack, like so it's clothes and toys and things for them to have as they come into the new foster home so that they're, you know, they don't. I mean, if you think about how many when you go home tonight and how many things you touch that are yours that you need or when you get up in the morning, you get ready. They come with none of that. Right. So trying to get them some comfort items some things that are theirs so that they have um, they have things in the home that they own. Um, and so all of the extra that we get, if we. God willing, we get extra. That's what that goes for. Depelchin, D-E-P-E-L-C-H-I-N, Depelchin.org. Depelchin.org is where you can donate. Let's do it. Let's do it now and send something to the kids. No matter what it is, how big, how small it is, it doesn't matter. Uh, they could use anything. The kids, it's $27 a day that it costs for. Uh, that's what No, that's what foster that's, parents get. Yeah, that's what they get. Right, in return for. For caring for children, and that's all. And you guys raise all of that money uh, through charity. No, the twenty-seven dollars a day comes from the state. Oh, but it that's it, right? That's and it. And so I'll tell you, just really interesting. Bridge people. gap is what you guys help do. What's that? Bridge the gap, the bridge right? Gap. And yeah. so if you think about like child welfare is the only thing in the state that the state doesn't pay entirely for. So like if they're going to go build a bridge, they pay for the entire bridge, right? It's part of our contract that we raise. They only give us. 75 to 80 percent of what it costs and so we have to raise the the remaining um and so um and in in order for us to to serve more children and do more things right then then that's what the extra the extra comes to we've been around for 133 years we're the oldest social service agency in houston really and so we you know um and and we're um we are one of the largest, so um, we have like 500 kids in foster care statewide. We have offices in San Antonio, Austin, and Lubbock as well, and um, and we provide prevention services in San Antonio here and here in Houston. That's great. 
Depelchin, D-E-P-E-L-C-H-I-N.org. Depelchin.org, if you'd like to help, let's go. If you want to come by here, Air Team, we're taking donations here that will go directly to Depelchin and help these kids have a nice... Boy, you want to talk about the sad... It's just so sad that these kids that have nowhere to go and then you guys are taking care of them. And then, you know, a, a nice little Christmas gift sure would be nice this holiday for kids who are obviously in need and could use a nice boost like that. That's great. That's and it's, a, you know, one of the things I like to tell people too, because they think about it as a gift and this and that and the other, but you know, Christmas for us, for the foster kids, it's, a, it's really just a nice distraction because what they really want is to be with their family. Like that's what well, people think about when they think about Christmas, right? You think about your family, well, these kids, we can't do that. Right. But if we can have a nice distraction and, and, you know, help them kind of not have to think about that for a morning while we have, you know, Santa comes or, or whatever, it's just nice for them not to have to be in that, you know, Every minute of every day. Is the Pelton a facility, too, before they get to foster care? How many do you have? No, we bring them straight into our foster homes. Straight into the foster homes. We do have three residential facilities. We have one here at Memorial Shepherd that provides care for kids that have aged out of the system. A lot of, we know when they turn 18 and then they, they're, they don't have anywhere to go. Um, the, we are able to help them become independent so that 18 to 21, help them go to school, get a job, do things so they can be on their own. And then we have a, a facility in Richmond, Texas, that provides um, some care. We have a brand new facility in Laporte that does pregnant and parenting teens. No. Do, do you um, do you have do you, are you the ones who pre-screen the families, or is that all done? Yeah, no, we do that. So all the families that you work with are pre-screened by Tepelton. Right, by Tepelton, okay. Yeah. And that, and just to, another like bit is the state doesn't pay us for any any of that, right? Like yeah. we don't get a penny until they get a placement. So all of the upfront work the pre-screening the assessments the making sure that vetting the families making sure that they're um you know good families that's all on our dime and then and then we get um a portion of the 27 how can people listening right now donate and and help you guys uh right now what's the easiest way for them to do that well easiest ways get um you know Go online and make a donation, a cash donation, right? That's the or But yeah, people it, people love to help. They just yeah, like easy yeah, and convenient, yeah, right. which is great. But and you know, and it's not only that. It's like the, you know, they can donate, right? Or they can be an advocate, learn about the system. You know, tell people that foster kids that Texas doesn't pay for everything. Um, they can volunteer. They can, um, you know, if they want to foster, if they, and you know, and ultimately adopt. So there's not, there's a bunch of different ways you can help, right? Even just spreading the word, like just be knowledgeable about the fact that you know, kids, kids out there here in our in our um, community need help. And there's there's a lot of them too. There's way too many, as a matter of fact. So Depelchin, D E P E L C H I N dot org, Depelchin dot org. Arnold, thank you. We appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Thanks to Air Team as well for for doing this. It's, that's uh, great stuff. And and we hope that we help you raise a bunch of money. I was at the train concert last night. You got another thirty thousand coming your way after last night. That's awesome. That yeah. was yeah, good. It was good. It was a good time. He's acting like he did it. <laughs> they did I it. You, just because you were there, that I doesn't there. mean you did anything. Were you there? Did you, you help at all? You didn't do anything. I did. I watched. You just keep I telling watched people it when they were. They doing raised it. I watched guitar. it. Okay, is the, how much? How much did you bid on it? I, I watched a lot of people <laughs> do it. I saw them. I don't want a guitar from those people. Del can hear your, but somebody did. Del can hear you from outside the I helped. office. I here. did my part. Did you do anything? <laughs> Nothing. I did my part. Okay. I watched and drank champagne. That is not your part. That's, it was my part last night. Well, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Arnold, Arnold Baldos, we appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Arnold. you Thank so you. much. Thank appreciate you. Uh, uh, Depelchin.org. That's Depelchin. 
org. All right. Hey, you want to earn some money on your own? You can earn a lot of money here, and you can help Chapelchin by donating it to them after you earn off a home bank. Home bank is offering an annual percentage yield right now of 5.45% on a nine-month CD. You can also take advantage of 5.25% APY on a 14-month CD. The minimum balance for these rates is just $2,500. Don't miss out on this opportunity at Home Bank. Big returns with a Home Bank CD. you got to speak to a local banker at any Houston area location. As a matter of fact, they've got locations all over. Five locations in the city. River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, and Friendswood. 42 total banking centers with, at Home Bank. Okay, Personalized attention. Their standard is helping you reach your financial goals. They got business and personal banking solutions for you with the competitive rates like 5.45 or 5.25. Get to home2.4bank.com to find out more or get to one of the locations, River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, and Friendswood. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5.com. We keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it. are back in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located at Air Team's Holiday Drive. Now, let's slow clap for the host, John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Good thing. That is, uh, this is a, this hot, this, you know what, the holiday season, it makes you want to do more. Like I did last night, you did nothing. I, I j- just makes you want to do more. He continued. This is like going to be the seventh time that he says he went to a train concert. <clears throat> then he takes credit for money being raised. Like yeah. he was part of like he was part of he the just process. happened to be there. Now, I know. And now he happened to be there. You didn't okay, do anything. I was probably you didn't even pay for oh, those tickets. preordained to be You didn't there. even pay for the tickets. You literally did nothing. Preordained. Oh, yeah. But you what did, did you? nothing. Oh, I, tip. tip. Who did you tip? <laughs> Did you, did you tip? It made her holiday season better. Is too. that money going okay. to the Pelchin? You don't know. Maybe yeah, we she, do. Maybe she's yeah, listening we right now. She's and not going to give money. her money. You don't know. She's you not going to give her money. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that waitress? No, you don't even know who I'm talking about. Do you like Black Pumas, Dell? Not shoes. The band. What? I don't have a. I don't have a take because I've never heard a song. Okay, you need to listen to them. You'll like Black Pumas. They're here tomorrow at. Um, are they, raising, are they going to raise any money for the Pelton? No. Your concert I don't know. When I go. Your concert is just a bunch of I selfish pay, people. I did pay for the tickets, and they might raise even more money than Train. Okay. No. Okay. Yes. You don't know? Yes. No, you're just because making you're this stuff up. you're not part of Train. Why do you keep trying to take credit for this? This is the weirdest <laughs> you, you just, flex I've ever seen. You just sat there and listened. I watched somebody make money for a charity, <laughs> so I'm good. Look at me. I'm not you're evil. Even, it's okay. okay. All right, you know, if they had said, you know what, John, this is going to be a charity event. We're going to do a charity concert. Yeah. It's going to be $150 a ticket. You get two drink tickets and uh, some past hors d'oeuvres. That's okay, it? you would have done something. Is that it? You would have done That's something. That's all the drinks you get? Yeah. You would have done something. Bucks, but he did none of that. Instead, you got free. You drank for free. You watched somebody else raise money, and then you claimed you were there like you were part of a, a like a $500 a plate. Uh, like, to raise money for charity. You that. didn't raise money it's, for charity. It's not even as if he's a it? contributor. It's as if he put the thing together. He's talking like he put it together. <laughs> Do you know, Trey? Have you ever seen Train? <laughs> I, I was at Train I yesterday. Heard, Everyone he sees say, you ever seen Train? 
Goo Goo Dolls? Well, it's Goo. It's Goo. One it's of the guys was missing. Yeah. It's Goo Dolls. The, the good Goo was there. The good Goo was there. Yeah. Okay. We raised $30,000, so that's We did. Good. I was there. He, I'm part of it. He like, told the Belgian, he told the guy there, he goes, you got another 30000 coming from the train like, concert. Like he's a, I was there last like night. He's the organizer. I know. He's like, oh. Thanks for, I got, hey, thanks for what you did. Did you get the check yet? How come you didn't bring a big, giant $30,000 check with you since <laughs> how much you were involved? <laughs> take a, pic, take a picture. <laughs> That's actually a good flex. Uh, well, I was there. You weren't, so I was part of it. You, not so much. <laughs> I was part of it. He's still doing yeah. it. That's like at golf tournaments where somebody, raises, where somebody at the silent auction spends a bunch of money and everyone claps. That's like me going... You see what I just did to raise money for whatever? I did it. I was here. I watched him on the bid, on the bidding process. You don't uh, get that. LZ, you should have told that guy about your eyelids for kids charity. Mm. Maybe you No, this is what Jackie, we... Jackie, okay. see, evil. No, in the charity space, we don't <laughs> encroach <laughs> on each other's stuff. Yeah, right. That's another, that's another it would, show, it would another draw, talk. It would draw yeah. attention away from the Pelchi. Yeah, yes. so Jackie, evil. Yes. Jackie did it again. Come on, dude. Be better. Yeah. Do better, Jackie. <laughs> My wife and I adopted our four kids through DePelchin in 2018. I oh, awesome. I absolutely love their agency so much. Chase. That's see, great. Me and Chase. No. Chase adopted four kids? Chase Whitfield. Not you oh. and Chase. Well, just any, Chase. He's part of the any family Chase. here. He is. Okay? He is. He just told us about this. DePelchin helped. Person. DePelchin helped. Me and him. Chase changed those kids' lives. DePelchin Did helped. I help their no. kids last night? Yes. No, you didn't. You didn't even, you didn't even there. pay for the tickets. You weren't even there. You don't know. You weren't even there. No, you told us. We know. <laughs> 713. <laughs> you told everybody how you raised money. 7137. I was part of it. I was part of the show, so that raised money. Can so you give to Jim Crane's charity so we can keep some players? Or, you know, sign a pitcher, a relief pitcher, pitcher for three years. Apparently he doesn't want to go more seeing, than two. I'm seeing. Well, good. <sighs> yeah, don't. Last year he was willing to when Jeff Bagwell told him to well, use Bagwellitics. Depends on the pitcher and the money. Bagwellitics You know how, you know how that, that raised the, the – the bullpen salary. Have you seen what bullpen salaries are? Uh, they're no. not even hitting. They're not even hitting Montero's deal. Yeah, a lot of the bullpen deals are like, it's like the Tunsil deal where people around the league are going, "This isn't the." That's not real. This isn't the rate. <laughs> this is not the rate. Right. They messed up. So let's not even go yeah. by those numbers. Don't don't try to act like this is the new rate. This is not the new rate. Yeah, it's not. So a lot of people are saying, "Okay, I, I don't know. I, I don't know." But right now, Jim Crane is in a bad spot with the fan base, I think. I can't. I see more and more and more people. Open up your wallet. Open up your wallet. Yeah, we told you that, that was coming. People are, and it is coming. People are tired. It's been a, a trend of losing the, your best. And I know you, ca- you, you certainly can, can counter it, with. You, they keep winning, which, which, is always, which is always the bomb during the season because they're winning games. But in the offseason – what else is there to talk about other than trying to acquire players? And people love transaction season, whether it be trades or free agency. It is, makes, makes baseball, football, basketball even longer because people love to talk about these things. And when the Astros feel like they're not really involved and they're going to point to the owner going, oh, he doesn't want to spin, he's going to catch it. And then when the yeah. season begins and if they're really good, people will forget about it until next offseason. Yeah. Okay. Every owner eventually catches and, and, it. And it, the Yankees are making it worse with the Soto trade and – and everything that they always do. Yeah. Uh, and now the Yankees are the betting favorite in the American League. But well, you know what? They always are. Yeah, but eventually it's going to click with them. We just hope it's not ever. Where? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They you just suck. have to think, look, if Soto stays healthy and we can't keep saying, well, if, if Lance McCullers is healthy and if Christian Javier comes back to form, 
like Soto wasn't even great last year, and he was still really good. Yeah. Like he was still very productive. It's going to be really tough with him and, and Aaron Judge if he stays healthy in the middle of that lineup. I mean, but the problem for the Yankees have been everyone around Aaron Judge hadn't done their job. Does yeah. that change now? All of a sudden, are we? Is it? And how is your? No, they were beyond, one of the worst hitting teams in baseball. Are your pitchers going to stay healthy? Because our pitchers weren't healthy last year, and the Astros still made it to the ALCS. Yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, how deep are the Yankees' pitching staff? But yes, when that happens, and then we have talks about about Alex Bregman could be traded, Kyle Tucker won't resign. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before Jim Crane really starts to catch. It's only so long you can talk about he's right up against the the spin, you know, the threshold. He spins a bunch. He spins on his own guys. And I'm not and I'm not saying this is the tricky part. It's easy to just want a guy just to throw a bunch of money because then when it when a player doesn't work out, you're the first one to bail. You you do you don't have to take responsibility as as a loudmouth media member or fan when it doesn't work what you asked for, oh well. Let's move on to the next one. There's no accountability for you. There is for Jim Crane. There is for uh, Dana Brown. There is for managers, you know. So you have to – Jim Crane is running his team in a very smart way. Okay. However, at some point, at the end of a dynasty run potentially, like the Daryl Morey found this out, he couldn't figure out how to pivot to the last stage to get over get over the hump. This is a new stage I think the, the Astros are getting to where they're going to have to be more involved in – Smart free agent signings. Okay, so where did he make a mistake? Carlos Correa? <clears throat> no. no. No, I don't think he's made a mistake up to this point. Okay, well, George Springer. Was George Springer a mistake letting him go? No, I think that Not really, to. because would you be able to give Jordan his $20 million a year no. if you had George Springer right Springer, now? Springer pretty much had to go at that age, and Carlos was, would, would have been a dumb contract. Dumb okay. contract. Garrett Cole. Uh I might have. I might have. I don't think Garrett was going to stay. I think you would have been a Carlos Beltran situation where you would have just been a pace horse. No, no, no. If you paid him enough money, he would have stayed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I still think the Yankees would have wallet whipped you. They really want to Garrett. You can. You Cole. can. Hey, listen. You can't compete with the Yankees if they want to outspend you. No, but you 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 kept you kept your guys. I mean, you you've been able to keep your. You could. You could give thirty million a year. I don't think Jim Crane has made. You a, do give thirty million a year. I don't think Jim Crane has made. Uh, yeah, I don't think, but not not a not at a market value. You give thirty million a year when your guys are under club control, uh, and they're still with you. You have not done that on a free agent market in the, in the no. free market. You haven't done that. No. And I don't think he's going. To, he does not want to bid against other people. Jim Crane has no interest in getting a, in a bidding war. At some point, and that's great if you can get the signings early. But at some point, he's going to have to make a calculated move when to sign somebody to an uncomfortable contract. At some point, he's going to have to do it. Well, that might come with Kyle Tucker. But you know what? Kyle Tucker might not be that guy either. Well, We've take seen Kyle Tucker discount. in the postseason. You've been here forever. Which organization was it that believed in you and didn't trade you? This organization. The people of the world, the, the, you know, the other people. The Yankees, the Dodgers, the bad people. Me calling for you. Trade. Why? You got to hang on to Kyle Tucker for what? This guy sucks. <laughs> well, Trade him already. Yeah. And then, like, okay, good job, Jeff Leno. You had your Astros Chris Sale jersey already printed from DH Gate, and yeah. then they didn't trade him. Yeah. But the reality of this thing is the Astros have been competing. Panda Buy is the new one. Oh, yeah, your kids are on that. Yeah. It's been seven years of competing for titles. They've been a title contender for the last seven years because of big, going to the ALCS. They are. Honestly, they've already outlived the shelf life of a contender. Way outlived. So 
all of these decisions that are being made and potentially losing this guy and not being involved, I don't want to say you're playing with house money because once the season begins, it's like, let's win, let's win, let's win. But in reality, they've given you more than you could have ever thought possible. Look at look, how long do title contenders last in, in sports? Like the, the, five the, uh, years usually. Name the last repeat. In the last team yeah. to repeat. Yeah, yeah. in baseball. I mean, yeah. And making yeah. The Yankees. Make it 2001. Yeah. yeah. Make, and making it to the final four of baseball no, seven 19. years in a row. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what we're talking about. And counting. And we're, we're – I know we're, we're, just, we're just selfish. We want more. We're greedy. I get it. But at some point we're going to We never like, want it to end. It will end. And I don't want to say this is the end of it because you still got really good players. But these decisions are going to lead to All a right. fall off here as guys get older. I'll play devil's advocate for a second if I were Jim Crane. What if Jim Crane looks at this and says, would you like for me to do that and then potentially put us in a position like Daryl Morey did with the Rockets where you have no maneuverability yeah. because of bad contracts? Or would you rather I operate this way and then we hit a soft reset in the future to try to build the same thing we had before? I think before? you know when this ends. And the mean, fans aren't going to like that. When Altuve decides he, he's done, I think you play to win as, as smart as you can, as Altuve says, until Altuve declines. Once he's no longer what he is, then you start to look, okay, the bell cow, our franchise, no longer is what he is. We have to start making decisions that people aren't going to like. Jordan being here helps, but I think the window closes when Altuve is like, he's no longer Here, Here's why guy. this year is so huge. Yiner Diaz, Chaz McCormick, and uh, Jeremy Pena. What do you have in those three guys? Because when you figure out what you have with those three guys, you start to understand what your future may look like. Like, if Chaz plays like he did last year, if Yiner plays like he did last year, and if Jeremy Pena comes back to, the, you know, to, to being a better player, fixes a swing, well, you say to yourself, okay, this is how we want to approach this. We've got a young core that's coming up. But if Chaz regresses back to what he was, if Jeremy Pena has another year, a second year in a row where he's not that great, and let's say Yiner Diaz is still good, then you might say, okay, we're at a little different place than we were. Well, I think more – Incumbent on that is going to be Javier and Hunter Brown. Well, yeah. Well, because you can you can survive with lesser lineups. We yeah, saw, yeah. as Astros fans, we know that from the mid-2000s yeah, Astros. Yeah. All right, 713 Hey, guys, you ready to hit a home run with the best uh, Christmas gift for your special someone? Pajama Graham's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good, they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas known for ultimate comfort and style, soft, silky, Better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. Here's the kicker. When you order Naturally Nude Pajamas today, you'll get a free Naturally Nude nightie. That's $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win, so why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for Naturally New Pajamas before they sell out. That's Naturally New Pajamas at Pajamagram.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. Penguin goalie Peter Scudra says, hey, try not to shoot that puck up my pooper. I'll shoot the puck anywhere I want. And if that happens to be in your pooper, so be it. Guys are doing some good today in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located at Air Team's Holiday Drive. It's Santa John, Jolly Old Saint Zerline, and Frosty himself, Del Olaleya. Frosty. <laughs> 
Frosty himself. Yep. I don't, I, I don't like that for several reasons. I feel like Frosty was a little bit of a pushover. What? Why? Because he melted? He melted when it, when, 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 when it got hot, when, when it was at its toughest? I mean, I would use a different P word, but we're, but Whoa. we're, we're on the show. Frosty was a P word. Whoa. Why? What did he do? Soft-ass Frosty. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, it's, it's a snowman. He is soft. What are you talking about? Well, I said what I said. Yeah. No, yeah. You, know who's not a, you know who's not a soft snowman? Jeezy. What did you know G- about Jeezy? I know about Snowman. Jeezy, but what happened? He's a, that's what oh. his nickname was, a snowman. Yeah. You because, know why? Because of Coke. That's right. Uh, really? It's really no – I remember no a time secret. <laughs> when I used to watch, like, when when I used to, to listen to hip-hop and they had self-destruction came from the East Coast. We're all in the same gang, came from the West Coast. Rappers came together to, to you know, to say we got to stop doing this and our communities, we got to stop the drugs and the violence and that. And now it's just like openly – no. Let's lean into cult, cult culture. That's, uh, yeah. You got Jeezy. You've got, obviously, Pusha T. We'll let you know. Uh, Jay-Z doesn't do it as much, but he doesn't hide the fact that that's he, how he got that started. That was how he started. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're going to call me a snowman, I'd rather be Jeezy than Cooking frosty. it up in the kitchen like Migos? I mean, Although I don't live that life, so I'm much yeah. more frosty than I am a Jeezy. But so, I don't want to be co- compared to that soft-ass P-word. I've got the Frosty. latest. <clears throat> I got the latest uh, MVP odds, the very latest and the greatest. Is it Purdy up top? There's nine. It is not. Purdy is second. Dak Prescott is the two to one favorite. Two point eight to one is Brock Purdy. Jalen Hurts four point five to one. Tua is seven point five to one. Uh, you've got Pat Mahomes seven point five to one. Lamar Jackson seven point five to one. Tyreek Hill now comes in at eleven to one. He's dropped by from twenty-two to one to eleven to one. Christian McCaffrey, twenty to one. C.J. Stroud is now forty to one. So we've had this talk. So C.J.'s lost ground, but his statistics have still actually been pretty good. Well, but what did he throw for two forty last week? Yeah, he has a three yeah. pick game on his resume. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. It was a win though. Yeah. So we've had this talk before. We got we got to make it quick because we got beat the limbo guy on the other side. He's going to be playing Chuck the limbo guy on a hot streak right now. What would Tyreek have to do to get his Devontae Smith? Because Devontae Smith, we remember, in the COVID year, won the Heisman. Um, and he was clearly the most outstanding offensive player, and that's who the award goes to. What would he have to do? Because It's almost it, not possible because when you look at the history of the award, it's so hard for a so, wide receiver to get there. So he, Even Calvin Johnson. Now, it's a little different. But what if I gave you some okay. numbers? Because Tyreek's okay. on pace for over 20 over two thousand yards. Right. What if he gets? What if he has a monster game against the Cowboys in a in a big time matchup, and he lights up the Ravens? Let's say he gets to twenty one hundred yards and twenty touchdowns because he just goes. I think crazy. it's assumed he think, is. It's not. Well, 20, it's not going to matter. I don't think he's on pace for twenty. You have to have Dak lose. You have to have Brock well, Purdy they lose. Play, they play Dak. They do, but Jalen Hurts is ahead of them, at least in the polls. So then Jalen will bump back up. I mean, you would have to have everyone in front of you lose. There's so really you're saying nothing, there's no way. This is what's not really fair to me is there's nothing Tyreek can do. He's even behind his own quarterback, and we all know he's more, you know, he's he's better. He's certainly a, better, a better player, player. Than, than Tua. So I don't know that there's – this is the one year where a wide receiver should have a chance, and it's what, you know, bothers me. I've gone on. I'm not going to keep going on about it. But I do think that Dak and – Jalen, if Jalen loses to Dak Prescott, he's definitely out of the MVP running. But I'd be more worried about because, frankly, Dallas outplayed Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, the game that they lost, Dak stepped out of bounds 
uh, there at the two-yard line on what the two-point conversion. So, I mean, they uh, – Dallas – or I don't know if it was two-point, but they had multiple chances. They got down to that three-inch line and didn't get the touchdown. Dallas outplayed Philadelphia. Right now, I just don't feel like – I. At the time, I thought Dallas is better than Philadelphia, even when they lost. I still do. I think it's San Francisco, Dallas, and then Philadelphia in the NFC. Um, here's some more odds for you. You've got to win the national championship, Michigan plus 180, Alabama plus 190, Texas plus 240, Washington plus 720. Of those teams, Washington's probably your play because you, you get the most action, and I think this is wide open. Now, year. you guys don't approach it like me because I'm a certified hater when it comes to college football. You are. You you probably don't have this mindset. I certainly do. I think a lot of people do too. Which team would you least like to see win? Just for your own personal I Alabama. Have, oh yeah, I don't have one. Alabama. I'm not allowed to say Texas. You can. Even if I feel that way, I'm not allowed to say it. He, he I'm not allowed to say Washington because they're in the Joe Moore Awards. My son works for Alabama as a bag for man. free for free. Uh, cutting <laughs> I'm up sick tape. of them. Uh, somebody and knew. Mich- Wouldn't it be nice and if somebody I like knew? The people at, I, I know the people at Michigan, like Sharon Moore, cheaters. I know well. Um, they're cheaters. They are cheaters. And we like them. They yeah, are cheaters. It's something we're familiar with and we accept here. We, I, I have no problem with that. I just cheaters. call it hustling. That's all. So you, so Alabama, clearly for you. Alabama, clearly. Anybody but Bama is what you're saying. Yeah. I think it would be. Well, you've got to be Alabama, too, I would imagine. No, you're Texas. You're Texas. Look, yes. Yes. Keep Texas out of the national title. Well, the Keep favorite, away. The favorite away. right now is Alabama beats Texas is the favorite, followed by Michigan beats Texas. I honestly, those need, are the two favorites. If you want to bet exact, oh, because Texas is the favorite. And the biggest in that one, game. the biggest one is Washington beats Alabama plus fifteen hundred, or Washington beats Michigan plus fourteen hundred. Those are the plays. If you like, that's a, that's a lot of action for a team that's got. A really good quarterback, a, a very good offensive line, good wide receivers. Yeah. Like, if I got a pick, because growing up on the West Coast, and even Miami and Washington have this weird thing because of the, the 1991 thing, and then the, and they also ended Miami's long winning streak. So there's a weird history there too. The West West Coast football is dead as far as the conference itself. We haven't had a we haven't had a team west of like Austin win a title since when USC in 2004. Maybe maybe make college football more national and have a West Coast team win a title because it's and even if you exclude Texas from the equation, when's the last time a team west of I don't know how geography works really west of Louisiana win a title? When's the last time it's happened? So we're, uh, Oregon that? didn't win it. Utah never won it. Colorado won not, it once. Not the That's Longhorns. back in the 90s. USC. Yes. It the can't la- be Longhorns, The last right? time a team – my geography is right. The last time a team west of Louisiana won a title was Texas. SEC. SEC. Yeah. Now that they're in the SEC, they count as, as SEC Southeastern, now. yeah. Are we counting this as an SEC championship if the Longhorns win? Yes. Okay. Is Ohio west of – Ohio's not west of Louisiana, right? No. No. So, yeah, because Ohio State won it in 2004. Um, well, nobody in the pack. No, that's what I'm saying. So if yeah. I got to root for a team. Look, no, Dale, I, the Mountain West did not win a I know. national you, title. So you want to give something good to those people in Seattle? They're bad people. We don't, How, are we they don't all bald? It. Yeah. They're, no, they're just bad people. Why are they bad people? Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, they're bad. They're, it's awful there. It's awful. What Portland, are the people, Seattle. Well, what do the San people Francisco, living there have to do with all, anything? You know what? We're not giving anything to those people. What? Because they're bad. They're, they're horrible Everybody? People. Yeah, no, everybody. All those kids don't. 
aren't from Seattle. Michael Penix isn't from Seattle. No, but we we don't want to make people. You in chose Seattle. to leave Indiana and go to. We're not making yeah, that people was in a Seattle decision. happy. No, what? We're not doing that. But you love Mina Kimes yesterday. She she loves Washington. You the were, Washington uh, Huskies are not, not in a big Seattle. Mina Kimes fan. Yesterday you were. Wait, no, Washington? You saw, when you saw that. When you I saw did not on, see that. When you saw her up on the screen. I didn't say nothing like that. I didn't say you said anything. You're like, I, I, I mean, this is making some great points. John, she said yesterday. Said you are a big she Mina made Kimes a, fan. She, she made a good point. That's all. Yeah. yeah. She's a Seattle person. Don't you want to see her be happy? No, no. I don't. No, screw Seattle. We don't want them to be happy. So you know what? Which one? So is it Washington or LSU? You don't get to pick both. So which one do you want to win? I, I want Texas to win. Why? So, so whose so who's year is it? My wife was saying, you know how you always say that sometimes you just feel like it's somebody, they're destined? Yeah. Who's the destined team? And she tried to make a point that it felt like she didn't want to jinx it, but maybe it was Sark's year after the stuff he's gone through the last three years. I don't, it just, for me, it doesn't feel like, you know what it could be? Saban's least impressive team. And Jalen Milrow, who got replaced at one yeah. point for a lacrosse player. Y'all hate it. All right. That may be the. Listen, we're doing Beat the Limo Guy when we come back, right? Uh-oh. So we got some bets. He's on a hot streak. There. He is on a hot streak. Are we streak. going to listen to the Limo Guy now? And when you. Yeah, now you get the Limo Guy's picks and you bet it at mybookie.ag, promo code bet975. I'm on the site right now, as a matter of fact, and I got to tell you, it's awesome. Every game, like there are 500 prop bets for just about every – it's ridiculous. So many things that you can – you can find something that you absolutely love and you hit on it. You do your homework on these games. You know the players. You know what's going to happen in these games. You can predict. They've got uh, uh, prop bets on just about everything. And listen, Super Bowl is around the corner, and you always got to bet on the Super Bowl, right? Where are you going to do it? MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. Start now. you got NBA. You've got uh, college football, all the bowl games. You've got NFL. You've got golf. You Everything you could possibly want to bet on, you've got it right now at MyBookie.ag. they got bonuses that we pick up when you sign up. You've got bonuses throughout the year on big games. They're throwing money at you. It's a, the best way to play when you get paid. Easy out on your bonuses as well. You just need to get to mybookie.ag, promo code BET975. Mybookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. ESPN 97.5. You've chosen wisely. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth.